0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. Hallelujah, coming to you from Israel. Shabbat, shalom, as we are getting ready for our Sabbath rest here in the land. About half an hour to go before we go into uh, Sabbath, so it's great that we can get this opportunity to spend time together being edified and built up In the most holy faith. What do we love about Friday? Preparation day. I worked very hard Thursday. So it was a little bit of an easier day today. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to praise Yahuwah. So if you're just tuning in. Just give us a shout out. Let us know you're watching. Just post in the comments. And uh, uh, yeah. And put the, the thumbs up. Uh, or or the like buttons on as well, just to uh, let us know that you are here. I also encourage you to share this message with others. Tonight we're going to talk about training by word and deed. Hallelujah, what a blessing it is to be in the Scripture. And, you know, we've got to get to that place where we are continually learning from the Father. And I thank the Father that many of us here are those that want to spend time in the scriptures and learning more about being in the presence of Yahovah and learning more about what the Father has to teach each and every one of us. What a blessing. Okay, just a shout-out to Yogi. Good to see you in Mississippi. We've got Lola in Florida. We've got Miguel in Indiana. Thanks for joining with us. And if you're just tuning in, just uh, post in the comments there so we know that you're watching, if you're watching live. uh, We do send out the emails before the Shabbat, but I I just realized we don't say that we are live now. On that email, that's maybe a thing we'll change for next week. Anyway, hallelujah. I hope you do get the emails. I'm just going to send you a link uh, for those who are tuning in. If you don't get the emails from our ministry, the updates, especially when it comes to things like uh, our uh, Zoom call on the Sundays, our intercessory prayer and testimonial time, That's the link there that you can sign up if you don't get our emails. We just send emails out uh, once a week, or if there's anything important that needs to be said, we'll put it out on that platform. Hallelujah. All right, let's just take a moment to pray, and we're just going to press into uh, the Scripture and just enjoy our time in the presence of Yehovah. What a blessing it is to come together today in this Sabbath rest. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that if you be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from your love? Father, I thank you that you're equipping us to be effective in our faith, that you're enabling us to be people who are overcomers to make a difference in in your kingdom. So as we come before your presence today, we ask father that you speak to us, that you empower us for those who are in the, the preparation in Friday, then bless this preparation day for for those of us who are coming into the sabbath or already in the sabbath. We thank you father for this sabbath rest in yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Okay. I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 11. I just want to make a declaration. We like to make declarations not because we're naming it and claiming it, but we understand the importance of proclaiming the word of Yehovah. And we need to hear the word. We need to, you know, we get so many testimonies coming of the impact that's, that happens to people's lives because. <clears throat> The enemy can just take you down that road and put you into that place of discouragement. And, you know, these devotion times seem to come at the right time for many. And we praise Jehovah for that. But Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. What I love about this scripture, this is what I call the anti-religious scripture. You know, the very fact that you have the Pharisees and Sadducees that are binding and controlling the people, Yeshua, he stands and he makes the declaration. I want to make an invitation, an invitation which we see today as an invitation of salvation. But it's also an invitation that we need to be reminded with on an ongoing basis that we need the yoke of Messiah, that we can come to that place and walk with Yeshua. It's not burdensome. It's such a joy to walk with the Messiah. It's such a joy to walk in the fullness of His blessing and his mercy and his grace that he has for us, what a blessing. So, Father, we just rejoice and we say, Yeshua, we are coming to you. We don't want to be weary and burdened, but we want to cast our cares upon you. And we know that this is something that we can do on an ongoing basis. It's not just something that just happens to happen once within our lives. I thank you that you are gentle and um you're gentle and humble in heart, and we will find rest for our souls. And that's what we want to focus on today. It's preparation days. We come into Sabbath rest and we rejoice. Hallelujah. Okay, Proverbs chapter 12 uh, is a chapter I just want to, to read as well. And I love verse 1. It says, Whoever loves discipline, love, and loves knowledge. Sorry, whoever loves discipline, loves knowledge. But he who hates correction is stupid. And, you know, what we want to see within our lives is we want to be people who are being trained in the ways of Yehovah. We want to be walking in the ways that the Father has for us. Verse 2, a good man obtains favor from Yahovah, but Yehovah contemns the crafty man. And this is about getting godly order within our lives and how we are growing in the spirit, a man cannot be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. Hallelujah. These are such important promises on how we live our lives. You know, you can't take shortcuts to see the establishment of the kingdom of Yehovah within our lives we don't follow the paths of the wicked but we want to walk in the ways of righteousness and here's the promise yes you may have assignments you may have difficult times and you may have opposition to the mission you'll have all those things but guess what you are not going to be uprooted in your faith and if you if you are pushed out of an area you know what does it say in the scripture you know shake the dust off your feet of that town And move into another place. Why? Because you've got so much fruitfulness within you. You've got so much blessing within you. So if you're in an area and you're not being received. And your witness is falling to the ground. Then the question is where can you move to be a witness and to be a testimony for the purpose of the King of Kings. So a man cannot be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. A wife of noble character her hus- is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like a decay in his bones. Thank you, Father, for godly woman. Thank you, Father, for my wife. Hallelujah. It's such a blessing that we... And walk together minister together make a difference for the kingdom hallelujah the plan of the righteous are just but the advice of the wicked is deceitful I have seen so many people who are meant to be believers that go to the uh, that go to the wicked to come up with schemes on how to attack righteous people because they want to harm them and this just demonstrates the character of of what's truly going on in the hearts of man. And as people of faith, you know, don't be tempted to uh, bring the advice of the wicked and deceitfulness into solving your uh, situations and challenges within your life, but be one who makes a decision. You know what? I'm going to stay in the place of righteousness, and if people want to come against me with false accusations and with uh, wicked intent, and deceitfulness. I'm going to stand because what did we read before? The righteous cannot be uprooted. They will succeed and move forward in the purposes of Jehovah. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. Wicked men are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous stands firm. And Father, this is our prayer that you will. Uh, creates that, um, that firmness within our lives so that we will stand firm in you, that what we add each day, here we are another week. How fast do these weeks go? It just feels like the other day we're at preparation day. Here we are at the end of another week, and time, you know, the older we get, the faster time goes. You know, I was talking to my father-in-law, 85 years old. He's like, what happened to the last number of years? Where did it go? Why does it go so fast? And that's what happens with time. But we want to make sure that we are planning in the way we operate uh, in in righteousness. And we also, you know, want to be building. But the house of the righteous stands for. We want to be building. We want to be creating community, creating and establishing in the kingdom so that we see, uh, you know, the kingdom economy affecting every aspect of our life. Hallelujah. A man is praised according to his wisdom, but men with warped minds are despised. So a man is praised according to his wisdom. And, you know, this is why we have to be learned. And this is why I want to, you know, uh, title tonight, Training by Word and Deed. Not just by word, but by deed. It's not just by what we say, but how are we living our lives? Are we growing in the Spirit to make a difference for his kingdom? Hallelujah. Better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody And have no food. So we don't want to live in falsehood. We want to live righteously. And, you know, we can rejoice. It doesn't matter what we have. I know how to rejoice when we have. I know how to rejoice when we don't have. And, you know, sometimes things can be really tough. But do we know who we are in Messiah? Are we real with who we are and where we are so we see the growth of Yehovah within our lives verse 10 of Proverbs 12, if you're just tuning in, a righteous man cares for the needs of his animals. Oh, that's one of my wife's favorite scriptures right there. You know, even in the midst of everything that we've got going on with her move and Haley's parents moving into assisted living, you know, my wife still finds time to make sure she's looking after those stray cats and you know, <laughs> she used to she used to proclaim this scripture to our neighbour in uh, the Galilee because he never looked after his dog. It was full of ticks, and Haley used to go out there looking after it and when he would be leaving to go to the synagogue on a friday night she used to lean over the fry, the fence the fence and wave at him and say a righteous man cares for the needs of his animals he didn't speak he didn't speak english <laughs> but anyway she would let him know i'm like haley come on leave him alone she's like no nope, it's the scripture i want him to know he's on the way to the synagogue at least get this one right and look after your animals hallelujah but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. He who works his land will have abundant food, but he who chases fantasies lacks judgment. This is why we want to seek the Father. What things are we doing? You know, are we doing the right things that the Father has called us to? Are we working the land that the Father has called us to work? <clears throat> So that we see the blessings of supply that the Father has for us. Hallelujah. The wicked desire the plunder of evil men, but the root of the righteous flourishes. An evil man is trapped by his sinful talk, but the righteous man escapes trouble. So we're seeing so much of what's taking place with the righteous. You know, are we seeing, are we recognizing as we're reading through here, there's so many benefits to be right standing before God. There's so many benefits to go against the path of wickedness. You know, there's so much rich reward that the Father has if we will be those who are faithful and diligent in the presence of Yehovah. The righteous, they escape the trouble. So the evil The wicked, they're going to set traps, but the righteous, they're going to escape the trouble. Why? We don't have to uh, be concerned. Why? Because my yoke is easy and my burden is, is light. We have come into discipleship and the training of the Messiah through the Ruach HaKodesh. Hallelujah. From the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things as surely as the work of his hands reward him. Hallelujah. So we want to be those who are speaking right, proclaiming right. You know, this is what it means to be training in the word Indeed, As we are learning things in the scripture, then it's our duty to teach that into the lives of others. You might be a mother or a father, and we need to be teaching our children the ways of Yehovah, how they should live their lives, how they should walk. Hallelujah. And we will see the reward that the Father has for those who walk in the right speech, to have the the fruit of the lips. We speak right. We become uh, those who are walking in the wisdom. It says, The way of the fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. So it's not about, you know, have I got it all together? And, you know, this is what we talked about last night. We talked about live with the truth revealed. You know, don't live in in wacko maniac, uh, you know, uh, you know, hyper uh, grace, hyper spirituality, but you know, be grounded in the word, be effective. Don't lose your joys. Don't go to religion, but live within the boundaries of the truth that's revealed. Then you're going to be in a place of safety. Then you can prophesy in line with your faith. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yahovah. You'll be able to operate in the spirit in the correct manner and you will have authority to overcome. But, you know, if you're just bouncing out there, just trying to fake it till you make it, that is not the way that we see in Scripture that we are called to walk. Okay, verse 16. A fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks the insult. Don't be quick to be offended. Come on, get over things. Move on <laughs> and, and, and learn that, you know, uh, you know foolishness and, and, and just pulling people down all the time doesn't result in a good environment in which to live. And, you know, we've got to really think about these things. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I can be mad in situations and, and sometimes I respond you know, because I feel I need to deal with this issue and I deal with the issue. But there's, there's nine times out of ten when I'm being mistreated and things are happening, I just keep my mouth shut. And it might be that one out of ten I say, you know what, this needs to be dealt with. Enough is enough. And that's a righteous, prudent way to deal with a situation. So, you know, don't just uh, jump into your response because that just demonstrates the foolishness of our heart. But be those who listen and, and, and choose your battles. Choose the things that you need to deal with. And it's okay to overlook the insult. Why? Because a dead man is doesn't feel anything. You know, you can kick a dead man, you can spit in the dead man's face. Guess what? They cannot be offended. So if you have a lot of offense, if, if you uh, are reacting all the time to what other people are doing, then we've got to ask ourselves the question, are we truly dead to our flesh and alive in Messiah? Or is our flesh very much Alive. Verse 17 A trustful witness gives honest testimony, but a false witness tells lies. Oh boy, do I know this one? Dealing with the legal uh, uh, situation here in Israel of all these assignments, dealing with all these false testimonies and nonsense, even bringing false witnesses uh, before us in the courts. But praise Yehovah, we have had victory. Over all the assignments. It's not just about having good lawyers, it's about trusting in Yahovah, knowing that He has our back in the midst of all of these events. Verse 18 reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Hallelujah. So let's be those who are known to bring forth the healing balm uh, that will bring blessing. To the needs of the broken-hearted, let's not be those that are just reckless in our speech. That's why I spend so much time in study, because it's so important that when I open my mouth, I want to open my mouth in wisdom. I don't want to just be reckless. Because let me tell you something: as you're walking in Torah and you're walking in truth, and you look at the the modern church today, you you become so knowledgeable in you know a Torah understanding a biblical understanding of the gospel of the kingdom that it could be very easy to wreck people's lives or wreck fellowships or whatever because of your understanding that there does need to be a separation from a Catholicism and Protestant Christianity but how are we handling this how are we Bringing forth the truth. Let's not have reckless words because they'll pierce like a sword. It doesn't mean that the words are necessarily all wrong, you know, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. How do we bring forth wisdom in our speech? And let's train in word, let's train in deed. Father, come on. Your word is in me. Your word, I'm, I have the circumcision of the heart. Help me, Father, to have a tongue that's wise that brings forth healing may i be known as one who ministers to the needs of others and not is is in the one who is in arguments and disputes all of the time but we want to be those who operate with a tongue that brings the wisdom and brings forth healing why because truth sets you free that that's why it's wise you know that's what we need. We need the truth to set people free. Verse nineteen: Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. So, what's birthed in a lie will rise up, shrivel up, and die and be gone. So, if you get gain from lying, you're not going to have long-term success. But if we walk in truthfulness, and you know, we make a decision. I, I choose to be righteous. I want to be righteous. I want to walk in the ways of Yahovah. And in doing that, I know that I'm going to see the fruitfulness of, uh, you know, of, of that choice of living. I, I want to lay my life down. Yeshua, will you work and operate through me in Yeshua's name? Verse 20, there is deceit in the hearts of those who plot evil, but joy for those who promote Peace. Why? Why do we have joy? Why do we have joy? Well, every time I see the word joy, I just think of the word testimony. We have joy because we see the results. We see the fruitfulness of what we are doing. But if you have gain through deceit and through plotting evil, then when your conscious looks at the situation you're in, you know, you're not sitting rejoicing in it because you know that it was gained through evil. You know the plots were evil. And you know it's not legitimate. It's not a legitimate success. And we want to have a life that's built on the basis of truth. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Verse 21. No harm befalls the righteous, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. Yehovah detests lying lips. But he delights in men who are truthful. Ah, oh, just watch the kiss of Elohim upon your face as we choose to do what's right in the eyes of Yahovah. A prudent man keeps his knowledge to himself, but the heart of fools blots out folly. Delight, uh, diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in slave labor diligent hands rule. So this is getting back to training by word indeed. And, and this is the blessing of Sabbath. You know, when you get through Sabbath, don't tell me you're just having a rest and you're just doing good because it's not just about you. It's about Yehovah and being in his presence. Are we training in the word? Are we using our Sabbath rest in a way to increase, to draw nearer to Yehovah? It's not necessarily all about being a student at that time, but it's knowing how to be in his presence, to receive. Are we meditating on the word as we rest from our labor? It's such a blessing to be in the presence of Yehovah. Verse 25 of Proverbs 12. The anxious heart weighs man down, but a kind word cheers him up. A righteous man is cautious in friendship, but the way of the wicked leads him A righteous man is cautious in friendship. You know, so many people want to have or be your friend because of what they can get for you. But, you know, it's so important that you look to build friendships with people who can't give you anything. What's the basis of friendship? If you can learn and be trained in what true friendship is all about, you don't become a friend with someone because of what you can get or what you can jointly do together. No, what about just being friends with people because you care? And let's build friendships not on the basis of what can you give me? You know, I you know, I've I've had people come up to me and say, Kenny, you know, the reason that I uh, you know, you're you're uh, being promoted through my ministry or whatever, or X, Y, and Z, it's because I'm just using you. I just, I'm using the gift. You have the ability to reach, you know, the Christian world more than others. And these are things that I've heard. And when I hear it, I just make sure I make a declaration. Look, I'm, I'm not a friend of yours because of what uh, I can get from you. I'm just here to be your friend. And that's what we need. We need people to be genuine. Righteous men, righteous women, they're going to be cautious in their friendships, but, you know, they're going to have the right foundation of what friendship is all about. Friendship, relationship, and partnership. Hallelujah. Some people want to miss out the friendship and just say, I like you to your face because of what I can get from you. And we need to have that order within our lives. It's very important. The lazy man does not uh, roast his game but the diligent man prizes his possession in the way of righteousness there is life long uh, along the path is immortality we see the success of life there is righteousness in our life hallelujah and along the path you know what we're on a journey we're on a journey in the presence of Jehovah We're not just learning for the sake of learning. We're learning because we're on a path, an eternal path that the Father has laid out before us. I want my life to count. I want this day to make a difference for the kingdom of Yehovah. I want the words that I speak today to bring change in my heart, but also in the heart of others. Hallelujah. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, I just want to read a few verses there. Because uh, the writer of Hebrews was, you know, dealing with the order of Melchizedek, dealing with the high priest, you know, who is Yeshua, where is he standing? And, you know, then we're dealing with uh, the mentality of the people, you know, you are surrounded by, you know, the greatest writings, you're surrounded by the opportunity to be trained and taught by the Ruach HaKodesh. And the writer of Hebrews has a problem. He's like, you know, why are you still on the milk? Why are you still infants? We see this at the end of chapter 5 of Hebrews. And, you know, he's he's really saying, listen, you ought to be teachers. You ought to be further on than this. What are you doing? Don't play around with the wisdom and the righteousness of Yehovah. But let's be people who are trained by You know, trained by word and deed. We don't just want to learn it. Look, the best way for you to be established in the word is to apply it and to do it. That's why I can't wait, because this year we're going to do a few Livingstone Torah outreach, and the next one's going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, That's what the father's told me, and we're going to get ready for that. Uh, I'm sharing that each day if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area look you don't even have to be in that area if you want to join us it's going to be sometime towards the end of August we're going to do one of those trainings I've got to organize make sure I can get flights out of Israel but I'm looking forward uh, to uh, coming to Texas and we're just going to get out there and see what the father is going to do in the Dallas Fort Worth area and just minister on the streets and in the parks and And just do what the Father has called us to do. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be exciting. It will be from a Thursday till a Sunday. So if you're interested, just drop me an email or a private message and say, you know what, I want to be part of that. I want to do the outreach. We're only going to do a team, maybe probably 10 people. That's going to be the size of the team. We normally do about 40 people, but uh, this one we might do 10 people. If we get a huge response... We might do more people, so we'll just have to uh, see what takes place there. But I just want to read these uh, scriptures in closing. It's in Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Messiah and go on to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in Elohim, instruction about uh, uh, immersion and the laying on of hands the resurrection of the dead, the eternal judgment, and Elohim uh, permitting, we will do so. So we've got to leave behind these elementary things. These are elementary. The raising of the dead is elementary. Hallelujah. Verse 4, It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of Elohim and the power of the coming age if they fall away to be brought back to repentance. Because to their loss, they're crucifying the son of Elohim all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. So what are we seeing here? Come on, let's get out of the elementary. Let's grow. Let's look at ways on how we are uh, ministering, teaching, inspiring others, encouraging others in our faith. And let's live a life where we're not re-crucifying Christ all over again, but we are lifting up his name and seeing his kingdom come in his will done. So I encourage you, over this Sabbath, ask the Father, what are you teaching me and how do I apply it? And may I have a week of testimony of seeing your word being fulfilled within my life. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message today and it will inspire you this Sabbath to seek first the kingdom of Yahovah and his righteousness. And look for those opportunities to be built up, to be established in your faith so that we can be taught not just in word but also in deed until tomorrow <laughs> Shabbat Shalom from Israel good news as well it's the sighting of the new moon tonight hopefully uh, if I see it here from Kesaria I will post that uh, the timeline will be between now and 8.49pm so uh, 7.45 and 8.49pm so let's see if we can get a picture of the new moon today I will post that on our social media on Facebook until tomorrow Shalom, shalom.